Welcome to the latest episode of The Claims Coach. I know, I know, it's been a while here. So what has brought me back to the microphone? Well, I'll tell you, the publication of a new book by a friend and colleague of mine named Chantal Roberts, who has published her first book titled The Art of Adjusting, Writing Down the Unwritten Rules of Claims Handling. I just finished reading this book, and I wanted to share with you my thoughts, reactions, reflections, review of this book, which I view as a no-BS insider's view of the claim profession. If you work in the claims industry, this book is for you and should be part of your professional library. Chantal is an experienced claim professional, author, speaker, and expert witness, And she goes to bat for the claims industry and hits a Shohei Otani-esque home run, I would say. Now, full disclosure, I am a friend, I happen to be a friend and a colleague of Chantal. I make no apologies for that. This does not blind me to the book's virtues, which are many, or flaws, which are few, and I'll come back to. But in, in reviewing this book, Let me hit the major themes. The first one is the claims professional as a promise keeper. Uh, Roberts develops the key point that insurance claim professionals have an almost sacred trust and duty to deliver the promise of the insurance policy to consumers. Let's face it, long after the marketing people and the underwriting folks high-five each other on their way to cashing their production bonus checks for putting all of that great business, tongue-in-cheek, on the books, claim adjusters are left to deliver the promise. And those promises are often hyped by unrealistic TV insurance ads, which harp upon cheap price. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Sounds like a bunch of baby chicks. Sadly, consumers often find, by the time it's too late, that there's a reason why the lowest insurance quote was cheaper, because in insurance, as in other realms, products and services, things are often usually cheaper for a reason. Consumers who bought the cheapest quote find out that they don't get Mercedes-Benz claim service. They find out why it was so cheap when they face a claim and camp on hold for hours, dialing a 1-800 number to an office five states away, and hearing a recorded loop that says, your call is important to us, please continue to hold, and due to an unusually high call volume, don't get me started on that. It's often said that doctors bury their mistakes. You can also say that underwriters don't bury their mistakes. They just send them on to the claims department. Months or years after the underwriters have added the business, the proverbial bovine fecal matter hits the fan, splattering in the face the adjusters who are called in to serve as the hazmat team. Just clean things up, please. And then upper management and the $600 an hour actuaries call in the claims manager, demanding to know why claim trends aren't aligning with those tidy projections of the corner office statisticians. Who knew? Go figure. Another theme 
is adjusting and claims as a profession. This comes through in boldface in the art of adjusting. That adjusting is a profession, like law, like medicine, like engineering. Now granted, it's not accorded the same cachet, prestige, or dollars. It likely never will. But it is a white-collar job. It is knowledge work. It is reasonably compensated, and it requires cognitive skills. Adjusters have to be conversant with the rudiments of contract and liability law, medicine, construction, and other disciplines depending upon what kind of losses a claims professional is handling. More important, or equally important, subject matter knowledge has to be married with analytical ability to think critically, to integrate various buckets of subject matter knowledge in order to make informed decisions about coverage, liability, claim value, negotiation, etc. For those looking for a vocation or a calling that allows them, almost forces them to be lifelong learners, claims adjusting is not just a worthy line of work. It can be not just a job, but a career. Another theme, she doesn't promise you a rose garden. Author Chantal Roberts pulls no punches about the challenges that await claim professionals. In fact, she sometimes paints a grim picture. You know, this is no recruiting poster necessarily. You will get yelled at. You will get screamed at. You will get second-guessed. You will get criticized. If you pay a claim, insureds may be upset because they think they were not at fault. You deny a claim, the insured may be happy or the claimant may be happy, but the opposing attorney will be furious. Here comes suit papers. Being a claims professional puts you in the role of feeling you're in a no-win situation. No matter what you do, somebody will be pissed off. Okay? The person who got payment thinks you didn't pay them enough. The policyholder thinks you spent money foolishly. Upper management wants to know why so much money is going out the door on claims. When the adjuster had no capability to prevent those claims, which arose from accounts that maybe should have never been underwritten to begin with, but which were underwritten just to hit production and sales targets. Not only will you get yelled at and second-guessed, but Roberts maintains that there's a good chance you'll get sued as well in the form of a breach of contract or bad faith lawsuits. Show of hands, who wants to sign up now? So the job requirement is thick skin. Another theme of Robert's book is that you get to help people. Well, maybe. One non-monetary benefit of being a claims person, which Robert spotlights, is the fact that when all is said and done, claim professionals have a job where we get to help people. Now, true, sometimes you don't get to help them as much as you'd like. Sometimes you don't get to help them because the policy really doesn't cover what the consumer thought it covered. Nevertheless, adjusters and claim people deal with folks who are under stress at traumatic times of their lives. We have an opportunity to be empathetic, to lend a helping hand, and consistent with the terms of the coverage and the policy. Try to make people whole again with the principle of indemnity. Now that's an aspirational goal, admittedly one not always met, Sometimes 
because what people thought they were buying, in the form of full coverage for all risks, which Roberts view as an illusion, turns out to be a pipe dream. Let's face it, few consumers read their insurance policies and until and unless they have a claim, by which time it's too late. Nevertheless, adjusters can frame their jobs and get out of bed each morning knowing that they at least have an opportunity to help people. Not all jobs can say that, and even if it meets an increasing sense of entitlement amongst the consumer public. Another theme, goodbye Fantasy Island. The dirty little secret is that virtually no adjuster has the time to do all the things that most textbooks say that they should do in claims. Bean counters, finance folks, populate the inner sanctum of insurance company C-suites and upper management. They view claims as a cost center, so when times get tight, as they inevitably do cyclically, they apply the meat cleaver to headcount and claim staffing. In turn, this leaves fewer claims people to do more work, which, in turn, degrades claim quality. To keep their heads above water, adjusters cut corners. They may pay claims that should be denied. They may overpay claims, which should be discounted. These work conditions further degrade claim morale, causing additional turnover, attrition, and a personnel death spiral. How to break the cycle? Well, that's not a topic that the art of adjusting tackles, but I'm hoping one that a future book will address. Let's talk about the book's appendix. It is chock full of resources, and it's another bonus. You've got nearly 100 pages of useful appendices that should be part of every adjuster's desk reference. Uh, the appendix, appendix materials range from statutes of limitations in all the states uh, to a chart of, of the states that require cumis-type counsel, sample template letters of frequently used correspondence, etc., this alone is worth the price of the book. Now, caveat, a lot of this material is time-sensitive. It's subject to change. She realizes that, so she provides these resources on her website. Now, some constructive quibbles. Despite Chantal's tongue-in-cheek comment in the book that she paid me for a five-star endorsement, which is not true, that is not the case, but she would not need to pay me for this book to get an enthusiastic recommendation. But, lest this review be mistaken for a love sonnet, I offer some constructively critical comments. First, the book would benefit from an index to allow readers to zip quickly to a topic of particular interest. I hope and expect that any future books that she pens will include an index to make it more reader-friendly. Secondly, Roberts forewarns adjusters that in the course of their careers, they will get sued. Now, full stop. In my experience, this is a rarity, although it does happen. I don't ignore that from time to time it happens, but I think it's a little overreaching here. In the event, moreover, that adjusters do get sued, in my professional experience, defense attorneys are often successful, except in some states, in getting the adjusters extracted as a defendant at a relatively early stage. But I admit that there are no guarantees. You cannot count on this. So the hyperbolic nature of her caveat, i.e. 
you will get sued, may nevertheless be a laudable maxim for adjusters to bear in mind. Not to be paranoid, but to always be conscious of the fact that that claim file you're rushing through just before lunch or just before quitting time may eventually have pages from that claim file magnified as courtroom exhibit number three in a future bad faith trial. These are are minor quibbles, though, that don't detract from the substantive value that the art of adjusting delivers. And despite Roberts marketing this book as being tailored for adjusters in the five to ten year experience range, I really think that the art of adjusting will and should resonate with newbie adjusters, intermediate level people, and even seasoned OGs like yours truly. Finally, some closing comments. The art of adjusting isn't your father or your mother's claim handbook, okay? If you're used to bland, homogenized, vanilla textbooks on claims, well, you've probably come to the wrong resource. This is a lively, opinionated, sometimes humorous, personality-filled perspective on the world of adjusting claims. It doesn't come from the ivory tower. It comes from the school of hard knocks, lessons that Roberts has gleaned from two decades plus of toiling in the claims vineyards, just to mix a whole bunch of metaphors. Okay. Author Chantal Roberts pulls back the curtain. She opens the proverbial kimono, (laughs) continued shameless mixing of metaphors on how the real world of settling claims operates and how the world of claims adjusting evolves. Get the book, read the book, draw your own conclusions. I highly recommend it.